Hello, happy Monday, and welcome back to another episode of Farewell and another episode of The Coach Up. I'm your host, Clay Skipper. Today we're talking about feedback, and feedback is kind of a tricky one because it is very important. It's how we grow as individuals, how we improve, how we get better, and yet it's complicated because as today's coach, Steve Magnus will tell you, it kind of sucks to hear what we are maybe not so good at or what we need to improve on or where our weaknesses are. So when it comes to giving feedback or taking feedback, egos can get involved very quickly. Steve Magnus has been an athlete and a coach at very high levels, and so he is extremely well-versed in giving and taking feedback. Today, we spend most of the episode talking about giving feedback. And because Steve is so well-versed, this episode is densely packed with good tidbits for anybody who has to deliver feedback. You might be a coach, you might be a parent, you might be a manager, you might be a teacher, but maybe you also just want to give your friend or your partner some feedback. Steve explains how to give it, the right strategies for giving it, the wrong strategies for giving it, including one common mistake that people often make when giving feedback. He explains the ideal psychological state that the person you're delivering the constructive criticism to should be in. He even talks about how to deliver it to someone who might have a problematically big ego. And then at the very end, he also gives some tips on how to take feedback. So I hope you enjoy this mini Magnus Masterclass on feedback. Here's the deal. Here's what I would say. When we look at getting criticism or critiques or feedback, it's all about, is someone open or closed? Is someone willing to hear or are they going to default into what I'd call protection mode? So to give the example from my athletic coaching career is after a really tough race, like a race where something went wrong, where someone made the wrong move and it just didn't go well. If I go up to that athlete right after that and I say, hey, you know, at mile two, you should have done X, Y, and Z and you did, you know, ABC. Are they going to hear that? Probably not. You know, the reality is what they're going to do is just shut down into protection mode. So the feedback doesn't do any good. So instead, rule number one for me when giving feedback is get them into that open, receptive state. And there's a variety of tactics that you could use. One of my favorite in coaching was if the race went poorly or they did something wrong, is give them a pat on the back, say whatever you want, you know, some reaffirming things, and then go send them off to chat with their friends, cool down, like get a drink, say hi to their parents or what have you. And the reason is, hey, time will get rid of that, those kind of like stress hormones and get those out of the way. And then decompressing with others, that emotion, that feeling, that experience will get them out of defend mode and get them more receptive to whatever you're going to say. Now, in terms of giving feedback, do you have any tips on how to best deliver it? Yeah. So my best tip is that research conclusively, I would say, shows that feedback sandwiches fail miserably. (laughs) Okay. And and the reason is pretty simple is because our brain is smarter than I think we give it credit for, is that what tends to happen is during feedback sandwiches, it's almost like, I'm paraphrasing here, but it's almost like our brain goes on high alert and alarm because it thinks like, oh no, this person is buttering me up. 
So what's what's gonna what's gonna come? And the alarm goes off, and we just prepare for the like bad news that's coming. <laughs> so much more important when you're giving feedback is focus on the problem, not the person. Like anything that you make personally, gets taken as attack. So however you're giving it, refocus on okay, what's the thing we're actually addressing? You know, how do we get better at this? And then the other thing I would say as well is make it future focused, not past focused. Mm-hmm. Meaning whatever happened, happened. Like, great. We can't change the outcome. We can't change what, what occurred. But what, why we're having this conversation is for the future. And the last piece of advice I'd give as well is like, don't tie any criticism or, or feedback to some punishment or severe negative emotion. Because if you do that, well, guess what? The next time you go walk up to that athlete, they're going to see you coming and their brain, both subconsciously and consciously, is going to be like, oh, crap. Like, here's here's the laying into. This is going to be a bad situation. And they're not going to be open to whatever you're saying, even if you're saying something that is like helpful. Hmm. So to drill into that first part really quick, because I the one about make address the problem, not the person. I'm gonna give you a hypothetical because I think it'd be interesting to to work this work this out. But like say I'm running running four by four hundred and we're getting absolutely smoked, and I'm the third leg, and I'm like, this is we have no shot. And so I just run a very, you know, I kind of half ass it. And you can see that. What would you what what would the, be the feedback you would you would give to me? So Number one, I would get curious. And maybe this is another tip I'd give is get curious. I'd be like, walk me through it. Yeah. What occurred? What were you feeling? What were you experienced? What, what were you thinking? And again, I do this after you cool down with your friends and like whatever. What, what was going on there? And you just listen. And often in that listening, you find the thing where it's like, okay, like this is the workable thing that we need to work on in the future. Mm. And you say, okay, you know, Clay decided this hurts a lot. I'm going to save myself, you know, the yeah. pain because we're, we're out of it. And then that becomes, okay, let's focus on the future. That's totally reasonable, Clay. I get that. But what's going to happen here is if we ingrain, hey, I'm out of it. It's not a big deal. I can shut down. What we're doing is we're making it easier for our brain to, to kind of default towards yeah. that slow down mode. So that next time, maybe it's instead of 20 meters behind, you're only 10 meters behind and your brain goes, ah, I'm out of it. I'm going to shut down. Where in reality, you know, Clay, like you could probably make up that 10 meters or whatever, whatever it is, you know? So you, you, you kind of work through things like that. Like now let's work through the problem to figure out how we can do this better for next time. We're going a little long on this one, but I think it's worth it. Um, I'm curious if you have any advice on taking feedback. Cause that is also, as you said, at the very top of this, a very painful experience. And I don't know if it's just like sit with the pain or what, but I'm curious how you, how you'd coach people through that. Uh, two things, right. Mindset going in is open yourself up. Like, Zoom out, sit there and be like, why is my boss, manager, coach, like, why is he giving, he or she giving this feedback? Like, zoom out to try and see it from their perspective. And that will often get you in a space where it's like, 
opened up a little bit. And then the other thing is, yeah, like learn how to sit with that experience. If you feel the negative emotions, like see it as this opportunity of like, okay, I'm not going to let this, this overwhelm me. I'm going to, I'm going to understand it. This is just my ego trying to get in the way of me learning and growing. So it's, it's, it, it sucks for all of us, but it's a, it's opportunity. And the third thing I'd say on, on top of that is it's a great opportunity to see, um, to get some self-awareness, <laughs> to see where your pain points are, to ask, why was it so, why was I so sensitive when, you know, so-and-so critiqued me on X, Y, and Z? Often there's something underlying it where maybe you're like, oh, I tie too much of my identity to this thing. This thing really isn't that big of a deal. I need to get some perspective on it. And one thing I'd suggest if you are a manager, boss, or coach, and you have someone who has that ego is hard to hard to get through. One thing I would do is I would have that person give feedback to another athlete. Because often what you see there is when they have to give feedback and also and essentially become the teacher after, you know, maybe they've watched a race or a game or a project, you know, what they realize is they get a little empathy afterwards. They realize, oh, like that, yeah, like that kind of sucked to do, but it was necessary because like I want this person to improve. And then after they give the feedback, you go over and coach this person up and you see, see, you saw the mistakes. You saw why it was so important to like improve for this person's game or performance in the future. Same thing applies to you. That is next level. That is some Jedi Magnus method stuff right there. We love that. You know, you spend way too many years coaching people up. You got to figure out all the tricks to to get people to do things that uh, are better for themselves. Coach Steve Magnus bringing the goods on the feedback advice. Thank you to Steve for that. Were I taking notes on this episode, writing some key takeaways down, here's what I think I would write. First, for giving feedback, ask yourself, is this person who I'm giving feedback to open or closed? Are they going to hear what I'm saying or are they going to be protective and shut down? If they just performed poorly in an athletic environment or had a bad presentation at work, maybe not the best time to give feedback, take a beat, come back to it at a later date. Two, I love Steve's idea of getting curious. So instead of just telling someone what they should have done differently, getting curious about their experience. Why did you do what you did? And how can we then work together to improve for the future? which is point three, make it future focused. Don't dwell on what went wrong in the past. Just think about how we're gonna to build towards future growth. Four, focus on the problem, not the person. Don't make it personal. Five, stop using the feedback sandwich, also known as the insult sandwich. Six, don't tie feedback to a certain type of punishment. And then on the taking feedback side, I like Steve's framing of using the feedback and the way you react to it has an opportunity to work on self-awareness. And notice where you're bristling or your ego flares up or you're getting defensive and see if maybe you're holding on to that part of your identity just a little bit too tightly. And look, sometimes we get bad feedback. It's worth hearing it, trying to figure out if it is valid and if it is holding yourself accountable, incorporating it and making yourself better for the future. So speaking of feedback, if you guys have any on this episode or any others, please let me know. Reach out. Clay.growtheq at gmail.com. 
I'm always grateful to hear from people. Send me an email, send me an idea, send me something you loved about the show or hated about the show. If you like the show, please subscribe, please review it, please share it with a friend. We'll be back on Thursday with another interview. Can't wait for you guys to hear it. I will talk to you then. And as always, farewell. Farewell.